Good morning. You're listening to On This Day with Brian Byrne. It's Tuesday, 5th of May, and this is Kilcullen Diary. On the 5th of May, 1961, Alan Shepard became the first American in space aboard the Mercury spacecraft Freedom 7. It was a 15-minute suborbital flight of the one-man capsule. He was the second man in space. Russia's Yuri Gagarin had beaten him to it just a month before. Shepard should have been first, except that his Mercury flight, planned for a year earlier, had been postponed six times. The American astronaut had been interested in flying since he was a boy in New Hampshire. He used to do odd jobs at a local airfield in return for occasional flights and informal flying lessons. But later, when he joined the US Navy, he almost failed to make it as a pilot. Only some private flying lessons, frowned on by the brass, stopped him from being bilged back to ordinary Navy duties. He later became so proficient, though, especially as one of the early carrier jet fighter pilots, that his most important job became teaching his fellow pilots how to stay alive on those tricky landings. After a subsequent period as a naval test pilot evaluating new planes, he became an instructor at the Navy's test pilot school. He applied for astronaut training and won through to the final seven out of 110 pilots initially trying for the Mercury program. In May 1959, the seven watched a launch at Cape Canaveral of an Atlas rocket similar to that which would carry their spacecraft. It exploded just after liftoff. Shepard is reported to have turned to fellow astronaut John Glenn and said, I'm glad they got that out of the way. As a space-fascinated teenager, I listened on radio to that Alan Shepard flight in the sitting room of our home, Myola, in Kilcullen. I still remember it as quite extraordinary, even if Gagarin had already done more in being spun around the Earth in orbit some weeks before. Shepard served as capsule communicator for colleague John Lenz's subsequent Mercury 6 orbital flight. He was scheduled to go again himself on a three-day Mercury mission in 1963, but the program was abandoned before that happened. The next stage was the Gemini program of two-person spacecraft. Shepard was rostered to take part, but began suffering from an ailment of the ear, Meniere's disease. That took him off flying duties and he was put in charge of developing training programs for astronauts. His moods could vary and his secretary took photos of him with various expressions, and she would post the appropriate photo on his door under the title Mood of the Day. Visitors could decide if they wanted to go through or not. During this period, he also became involved in business, making a lot of money in investments and real estate. A new surgical procedure fixed his previously incurable ear ailment, and in 1969 he regained full flight status. He was slated to fly with the Apollo 13 mission to the moon, but was bumped to the next one instead. As is well remembered, Apollo 13 went disastrously wrong. Modifications to the Apollo spacecraft following that delayed Shepard's return to space until liftoff on January 31, 1971. On America's third successful lunar landing mission, he piloted the lunar module to the most accurate landing yet. He was the fifth, and at the age of 47, the oldest man to walk on the moon. He was also the only one of the Mercury 7 astronauts to do so. 
Apart from the scientific work, Shepard also played two golf balls on the moon's surface. Asked later about his drive distance, he would joke, miles and miles and miles and miles. Through his career, Shepard had a reputation as something of a philanderer. But though that was fully revealed in Tom Wolfe's 1979 book, The Right Stuff, he remained married to Louise, whom he had wed secretly while a young naval officer. They were together 53 years when he died of leukemia complications in July 1998. Louise died of a heart attack just a month later, at 5pm, a time he had phoned her almost every day for most of their lives together. The rashes were spread together from a Navy helicopter on a cove in front of their home at Pebble Beach, California.